to do. <laughs> so with that me, sounds legit. Yes. So with me again is Ryan. Uh, Mr. Frang. So we're going to see tonight solo. That's right. I'm excited. I am too. And, and you know, I feel kind of weird going with somebody to solo. <laughs> well, it's been two weeks. That's uh, true. You had a, a lot of opportunities. I did. I did. Yeah, we just uh, just didn't work out until now. So it's like two weeks after the movie came out. So mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, I, I've tried to avoid most of them. Um, I think the best ones I saw was if you're expecting the, this to be the, the best Star Wars movie ever, you're going to be disappointed. But it's not. It, but it's still a fun ride. Mm-hmm. I was actually very surprised by that because we played the Fantasy Movie League and I had picked Solo and then after, you know, or throughout the weekend, I'm reading um, just headlines about how unexpectedly poor the movie's doing in theaters. But then that very next week, um, I, I lots of people said that they saw it, which surprised me. Yeah. You know, our volleyball team, I think everyone except for us had seen it on our volleyball team, <laughs> which they're not, you know, necessarily movie-going folk. No. Like we are. Um, several people in my office who don't regularly see movies in theaters went and saw the movie. So I was very amazed that it did so, you know, uh, less than they expected, you know, more poorly well, we than know. they imagined, but a lot of people saw it. Yeah, well, we know the people that saw it. I mean, you just mentioned all of them. Yeah. So it wasn't that Oh, yeah. Because well, everybody just you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like everybody. That's right. No, I... I you know, I, I know that this this movie came under a lot of uh, scrutiny. You know, because it's this is not the first you know solo or or not should say solo, but isn't the first kind of story. Right. You know, we, we had some others like standalone films, but this is the first one centered around one of the main characters and one of the favorite characters um, that that have been in 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 most of the films already, um, and. You know, it had some production issues, too. The original writers and directors were asked to leave about midway through production. Ron Howard was uh, told, it's your film now, and he reshot 75% of it. And, um, you know, he had no say in the actors. So, he, you know, he was, you know, all the all the actors that he had, that, that's who he has. So, um and, and, and overall, it's a, I, I think it's a good cast. I think the, the the person playing Solo is the one questionable one that, that people didn't really know a lot about. Well, yeah, I think those are those are the two things that interest me most. First, you know, uh, kicking out your directors. Um, it seemed like they, you know, uh, it was a Chris, I looked their names up so I didn't forget. Lord and... Chris Miller and Phil Lord, yeah. um, who had directed Lego Movie, 21 Jump Street. So, you know, Chris Miller and Fist... Fist Fish Lord. Fish Lord. <laughs> no, keep it all in. Chris mm-hmm. Miller and Fist, uh, Fifth Lord. Fifth Lord. Oh my gosh, is there going to be a Fifth Lord in this one? <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth. Um, but they they were comedy directors, and from what uh, Entertainment Weekly, who's you know one of the only stories that I could find that actually had some kind of details on the matter, it seemed like um, the producers of of the movie wanted them to add some comedic elements, and they wanted to have a comedy movie. Yeah. And that was the quote-unquote creative differences. You know, whether that's true or not, um, it certainly, you know, created a lot of turmoil. You bring in Ron Howard, um, it, you know, it, he's it, tried it, and true. Right, right. You know what you're getting with Ron yeah. Howard. He, he, he's a solid director. He's had some, I mean, like everyone, he's had some flubs, but he's had some, I mean, uh, Apollo 13 is still an amazing-looking movie. 
right. how he pulled that off is is incredible. But this is, you know, this is something altogether different. You know, this is this is going to this is a challenge for I think most directors because it's going to be a lot more green screen and it's got a lot right. more VFX. Um, you know, and and you have very few directors that can live in that world. I mean, and Peter Jackson is one that's right. probably more comfortable in that world than 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 the regular world. Right, and you have you know Peter Jackson, J.J. Abrams, you know, kind yeah. of our big names right now who are doing big movies. Um, and Ron Howard is is not necessarily one of those guys, but he, you know, he's a guy who can tell intimate character stories. So I think that's a that's an interesting opportunity that we have here with this unknown, perhaps you know, to to my knowledge, untested um, lead actor. Uh, I think it's an opportunity to show something that you know we're maybe not expecting. Well, and I think that this we're going to continue to see Donald Glover blow up. And I love that he's blowing up. I love everything about Donald Glover, whether it's Childish Gambino, whether it's, you know, when I first became aware of him on uh, Community, Mm -hmm. um, he's just when he plays uh, Miles Morales in the Spider-Man in uh, 2020. I think that's going to happen. We start the campaign right now. Well, he's already in the world, though. He's the uncle. Well, when we reboot it. Oh, it's going to be rebooted again, I yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have to do that every couple of years, right? Yeah, that's true. That's Spider-Man. You have to reboot <laughs> it. Okay, so what's your favorite... Do you have a favorite um, Han Solo myth? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, character-wise or actor-wise? Character-wise. Okay. Yeah, let's go character-wise. You know, I'm, I'm super nerdy, so um, the whole... The Kessler... Kessler or Kessel Run? Kessel Run. Kessel Run in... Three parsecs? What is it? So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm super gonna, interested someone in Someone take that. your uh, nerd card away right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was well, way too perfect. So some of the um, Nerdist uh, does a YouTube channel because sci- or has a YouTube show because, called Because Science, and they explored that, and what they basically said is um, parsecs are a measure of distance. Right. And so if you, yeah, if you travel from one place to another place in a shorter distance, you know, theoretically that's faster than somebody else goes, uh, based on, you know, just their, the, um, ideas of space travel that they, they put out there. And that's as close as they could get to an explanation. And a little birdie might've told me, that they talk about that in this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised because because there's not going to be a Han Solo two. <laughs> you know, it, it's he, he kind of my favorite story, my favorite myth of Han Solo is that when he was frozen in the carbonite, in his mind is when the entire Indiana Jones thing happened. Oh, so so it's his imagination. Yeah going about and that's the indiana jones the the trilogy because there's only three of them yeah i mean i hear there's a skull in here but i don't even know why i brought that up because right. that's not in the indiana jones movies no no there's 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 well there, there's skulls and they have snakes coming out of them <laughs> well that i mean that's another thing i think that'll be important to watch out too i've heard there's a lot of easter eggs but not in a not in a distracting separate way but but in a very integrated way that you know can elevate the movie so i'm interested in seeing yeah. that but I do like how, I do like, and I find it kind of annoying, like how important those dice suddenly are. Like the dice oh, are just yeah. like hanging, like someone would hang something on their rear view yes. mirror of the car in the first and movie. some set designer did that. Yeah. Or, yeah, just threw it up there. And suddenly they're like, oh, that references back to this and that, and right. this is lucky. It's like, uh, 
And then, yeah, in the, in the Last Jedi, they're an important token being given from Luke to Leia to remember Han. Yep, that's right. Like they, they're all of a sudden they're, super. They're uh, this. They're this elevated thing. Super emotional. Yes. So he's going to get it from somebody who dies. Yes. It's good. It has to happen. I'm calling it here, folks. Two weeks after it came out, you already know what happened. And um, if my sources are correct, the Star Wars Christmas special has become canon after this. <laughs> At least some of the characters. <laughs> Wait, isn't it? So the Star Wars, the Ewok one? No, the 1978 one. 77, 78 one. Wait, Chewbacca? I feel like Chewbacca's I've seen clips. Family? Yes, yes, I've seen oh, clips. It's, the full thing is I've on YouTube. I've never seen the full thing, is it? Yeah, the full thing is on YouTube. You need to see this. Um, if you want to get that nerd badge back, you need to watch it at least once. And then... I don't think I'll ever get that time back in my life, though, if I watch you it. You won't, but you can talk about the one or two good things that are in that. Ooh, so how is this, how's that going to be canon? Because of... Things that were revealed in there are going to so, be so you see, put into this story. Yeah, you see Chewbacca's family. Okay, and, and they're 190 years old. Yeah, and and like I think his wife is in this, <gasps> something like that. Chewbacca has a wife. Yeah. So the the one good thing about the Christmas special, and this is why you should see it, it does. It's the first time Boba Fett is in the Star Wars universe. Oh, really? Yes. <clears throat> oh. So now you need to watch it. Do you think he was a developed character that didn't make it in, and then he made it into the special, so they brought him in? Or I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to watch it. <laughs> I don't know if there's any spoiling that can that can happen with that, from what I know of it. Oh, you need to watch it, or at least watch the uh, Caravan of Garbage from Mister Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah. How's that? Yeah. All right, so we're about to pull into the theater. So scale of one to ten. What do you think you're going to, you know, so 10 is Empire, 1 is uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I think that's the worst of them, is the, the three. third of the prequels. Yeah. Um, I, I, I. Um, yeah. Okay, so if we're rating them, well, we'd have to rate them 1 to 8. Then. Well, yeah, okay, All 1 right. to 8. Um, or, or nine. We could do nine because of uh, Rogue One. Now we're getting really nerdy. Yeah. Um, all right. One to ten. Um, I don't know. I'm a I'm a positive thinker. I you know I want to see this movie, so I want it to be good. Um, Ron Howard, you know, reshooting a large chunk, a majority of the movie. Um, there's a concern in that, but also it's Ron Howard, so I feel like I can trust him. It is a different know? director, so it, it kind of switches, right? Like, if it was the same directors doing 75%, yeah. that might be a, a larger concern. Yeah, that's a really good point. So, you know, I do feel like I uh, I trust Ron Howard. Um, I, I think I'm going to be, I don't know, I think I'm going to be more impressed than I originally, you know, kind of thought a couple weeks ago. I've kind of built this up in my mind, so... Um, I don't know. What did, what did I do for Deadpool? I think I gave Deadpool like an eight, and I eight. hate to give it more solo more than an eight. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it an eight because I'm super hopeful. I'm gonna <laughs> give it a six. I'm gonna go in. I'm going with low expectations so that I hope that it's brought up. That's smart. Because I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. So all right. So if you aren't one of Ryan's friends and so you haven't seen Solo, um, the next half is gonna be all spoilers. <laughs> All spoilers, so we'll see you on the other side. DC, play that music. No matter which way you go, no matter which way you stay.
and went to the bathroom because I would have exploded, literally. Yeah, it, well, it's a two-hour film. Yeah, two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, so it's a long film. And, you know, you decided to drink the gallon of water before. It's true, I got the big chug. Yeah, I, I kind of question that about you, but, you know. Well, it was a big chug margarita, so. Yeah. That's all right. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun film. I mean, it's, it, you know, there, there are some things I didn't like about it, but for the most part, um, you know, it, it was just, it was fun. Yeah, for me, there was never, there's never really a point when I wasn't having fun. Um, and it's, you know, summer, my kids just had their last day of school today. Um, so it really, really feels like summer now. Uh, and it feel, felt like a really great summer movie. It felt like a really great Star Wars movie. That really kind of harkened back to the original in that, I don't know, kind of that scrappy, um, you know, uh, homemade kind of feel. Uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, I guess, real and not graphic aliens, which was really, really cool. Yeah, a, a lot more practical effects. Yeah, you know, kind of like Rogue One and, and I guess the, the latest two Star Wars. But even more so, some of it, you know, felt a little clunky, which I really actually liked, you know. Um, yeah. uh, Corellia and then in other places it was gritty and clunky and it felt real the aliens had um, you know little uh, puppetry moments that really just seemed like something that would be more possible um, than just the regular CGI which I don't think they you know I don't think they go as far um, kind of with the acting of a character than they did with the puppetry in this one. Yeah. Uh, which, which was fantastic, you know, like eyeballs going different ways and, you know, different little twitches. And I think it's kind of a return to some of that, that old guard, that old, you know, old style. Well, and I think too, I mean, so one thing about Ron Howard, he did Willow. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a, um, uh, you know, a fantasy film that had a lot of practical effects as well. So I, that's true. I, yeah. I think he he dug into his uh, to his memory bank and pulled a lot of that because he, uh, you know, I, I yeah. I mean, it's very it's a very visual pleasing movie. I mean, it's 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 not like it's not fake looking like a, like the prequel movies are. Mm -hmm. I, I think you're that's a good comparison with number one because you know not only were there not much for visual effects back in the day. But, uh, you know, they didn't have much of a budget for effects, so they had to do things practically. And I think that's what Ron Howard kind of led, like, let's do it practically if we can. Yeah. And something else you brought up uh, in the beginning, too, about, um, you know, the untested Han Solo actor. 
um, yeah. pull up his name, but I thought he was fantastic. Alden, Alden. Einrich, Reck, Einrich, Reck, Aaron Reck. Yeah, I, I thought he was good. I thought he, he played kind of that, he had the charisma that that Harrison Ford had. Yeah. Um, I mean, between him and Donald Glover, <laughs> I mean, Donald Glover just nailing yeah, like, the voice. Yeah. Just nailing it. Like, mannerisms. Yeah, like he just, everything was, that was Billy D. Williams right there. Um. Yeah, I I I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I think I think that was maybe a big challenge too because we have these established characters that we expect to behave in a certain way, but we understand and we forgive a little because it's it's a prequel, it's you know, them before we actually knew them, yeah. the stories that we know them. But, you know, yeah, Donald Glover's Lando was amazing. Like the way he moved um was just top-notch. And I do think that um Solo, I forgot his name already, Alden. Yeah. Um, did a good job too, you know, maybe yeah. not to the degree that Donald Glover did, but I was very satisfied with his performance and, and kind of the realism that he brought to it, uh, yep. which I think is part of that challenge to fulfill the expectations of Harrison Ford, you know, uh, 40 years ago, um, but also to make something new and young and fresh. And, and that was really entertaining to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a huge challenge. I mean, this is a, a challenge that they hadn't touched yet, right? I mean, there's been talks about uh, an Obi-Wan film, a Boba Fett film, a Yoda film. You know, but this one was the first one where they reached back and they grabbed one of their popular characters and showed that history. And, and, and yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, they, they did all the things that he always bragged about in it. Um, <laughs> you know, with the Kessel Run yeah. and, and the, uh, you know... Winning the Millennium Falcon and yep, in a contentious game. Yep. Um, yeah, and that well, that's that's another one. So we talked about that the uh, the lore that we were expecting maybe to hear. Uh, mine was the Kessel Run, and um, normally it takes twenty parsecs, and they explained it because spoilers, um, you have to go through this specific area because of the, of the maelstorm, uh, maelstrom. Yes. Um, so it's you know essentially like going over a mountain or something you have to zigzag to get in and on their escape they basically didn't do that you know they used all the skills of the people involved and were able to not have to zigzag they just kind of basically cut through and use some special jet fuel uh you know some special engine fuel some fusion fuel so this is yeah this is you know in a way this is mad max in space because it's all about the fuel <laughs> that's what everyone's that's trying to true. get that's true um, and it's a ragtag bunch of people kind of thrown together to help each other out. And in the end, only one walks away, essentially. Well, Chewie, too. But. Yeah. Well, there's also kind of that, uh, you know, Indiana Jones moment where they come in to steal something. And then they end up freeing all the slaves. Yeah. Um, the crystal skull that was in there, they did destroy it. Yes. I feel like that's a little bit of a nod. Um, were, were there other things that you noticed, uh, you know, hidden Easter eggs or things that, um, you know, it was, it was more just, just, you know, um, I, I, I think I was thrown by, by the character. I think you had spotted the, the ones that I had, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, you know, the, so some of the things that I, I didn't like, uh, L3, <laughs> I did not, I, 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 you know, like, like K2 was fun. Yeah. You know, because K2 kind of had an attitude about things. Mm -hmm. 
but really in the, in the long run didn't care about any, you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't think she had enough screen time. I, yeah, it's like L, L3, she was just immediately this this character that, you know, just everything was there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I, I wish, you know, either there was more time with her or, um, you know, we, we saw that growth. Yeah. I think that's a good point too. I, I really felt that a lot of her lines and scenes were very short. Yeah. Um, and you know, I thought, I thought the whole, you know, what do you want? Equal rights. Like that was really great. And they, she had a couple moments, but the character I always thought kept getting cut, cut off. And, yeah. you know, they're like, well, what are we going to do? We don't have much time. Let's cut some L3 scenes. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, like there was maybe a character there, but they just ended up kind of cutting her out. And, and you know, I, I think with, with, you know, with Rogue One and with the original Star Wars, like the droids were the comic relief. Mm-hmm. Right. And with this one, I think it's interesting enough characters between Han and Lan- Lando, especially that you don't necessarily need that same degree of comic relief. Right. In, like in Rogue One, everyone's serious, and right. so you kind of need that levity. You need K2. Yeah. yeah, you need K2 to kind of, you're going to leave me, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Han and Lando. Um, Chewie, and, you know, there, yeah. there's a lot more humor just inherent in this film. And Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah, even, yeah, Beckett even. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so you know, and, and the original pilot, the little, uh, the guy that kind of looked oh, like yeah. a monkey with four arms. That's right, yeah. You know, like, he was very funny. Uh-huh. So I don't think you needed the the robot to, to be as much. So that could be one reason why she was cut more. Yeah. Is because you didn't, you know, it was too much. Yeah. You know, there's too much comic relief in it. Yeah, it's too bad they couldn't have leaned into that kind of, you know, that emotional story or that kind of sad story. Um, she, you know, she's fighting for rights, but amidst that, she, you know, has this cross-species love or actually she thinks Lando does and so she's dealing with that playing playing with that a little bit more might have been a lot more interesting than trying to just throw her into funny situations and what yeah yeah and you kind of wonder did Lando and it kind of seemed like because she's like yeah it works and Lando seemed to be uh he was born up so (laughs) um yeah so so they they definitely left it open I think if if this did well enough there's more story there. Yeah. Right? Like, or it's close enough that there's not. Because mm-hmm. there is, you know, like the um, uh, Darth Maul's brother is in this. Darth Maul's brother? Yeah. Well, that was Darth Maul. No. Yeah, because he gets cut in half. He had robot legs. Did he have robot legs in he there? He did. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I, knew, I wasn't sure that that was Darth Maul or not or Darth Maul's brother. I think his brother's a little different color, isn't he? Yeah, I thought he was bigger. Anyway, yeah. So that was kind of cool. So they, they, they introduce him. They inter- you know they have um, uh, Amelia Clark's character. She she turned on Han. I mean, she saved Han, and then she turned on him because her own. We, we don't know what happened to her and why she's so evil now. Oh yeah. Um, or what she did that she said was you know Han would never forgive. Um, that was something within about the first ten minutes that I was very concerned about. Yeah. We had uh, Khaleesi. We yes. had um, Maeve from uh, Westworld. Yes. And then very quickly we had Vision, you know, Paul Bettany. Yeah. And that's a lot of star power, and that was very concerning. Yeah. But I loved it, you yeah. know. And, uh, you know, what's her? Kira. Kira. That was uh, it, yep. Amelia Clark. 
I thought she was phenomenal. Yes. In it. I, like in Terminator and, you know, for that movie, um, <laughs> it was just terrible and she was terrible in it. But uh, I thought she was fantastic in this. Um, yes. I thought the actress who plays Maeve was great. Paul Bettany's always great. I in Woody Harrelson. I mean, like, oh my gosh, all those other people. Yeah, they, they were fantastic. They, they it wasn't. Well. It wasn't actors in a you know Star Wars movie. It was a Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know, with these high profile actors, and I think they all really brought it. Well, and, and yeah, probably the only one that is an unknown is the main guy. Yeah. You know, he's the only one that that. You know, the, to harken back to the original, where you had Alec Guinness and Peter Mayhew, or not Peter Mayhew, but um, well, he was in it. Shooting. But um, the the admiral. Oh yeah. Like he was a big name actor. Oh yeah, I didn't even know that. Um, you know, so so you had those classic English actors, and and everybody else was an unknown. So uh-huh. this one, everybody was a known except. Um, I did like the little Ron Howard things, like so so Ron Howard's brother. As a cameo in it? Yes, in all of his films. Yep, in all of his yeah. films, so he is in this one. Yeah, where was he? I've forgotten about that. I wasn't he looking. He was at the uh, at the robot fight um, scene. He was like the robot oh. handler. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. why I recognize him. Yep. Oh, my gosh, that was funny. And uh, you also had, um, what's his name? The guy who, who was in Willow. Yes. And he was, uh, he was the original um, uh, main Ewok. Oh, was he really? Yes, when he was a kid. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, so Warwick, he, Warwick Davis, yeah. Yep. So he's yep. been part of the Star he Wars universe. Good. Yeah. Yeah, he is a, he's a little role. And, and, and you know, there's some... What, what I liked is that it kind of set some pieces in place that could be future stories, mm. right? Like those Resistance fighters, you don't know if they're necessarily the, you know, the, the you know, the... The good guys, sure. That we see, they could just be another band of resistance fighters. Yeah. Um, there's going to be that live action Star Wars uh, television show uh, directed by um, John Favreau. And, yeah, and when is that taking place? Uh, what's the time timing in it? Um, I don't think they've said yet. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, I hadn't seen. But I know it's going to be on the the Disney streaming service. That's the only place you're going to uh, be able to see that. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Um. Um. So I would. I would say that. Yeah. I. I it's. It, I mean, it's definitely not the best Star Wars movie, right? I mean, there's there's holes. Mm-hmm. I. I. I kind of wish the Chewy thing would have been a little bit longer. Um. In the beginning. You, like you like like how they met. How sure, yeah. Han saved yeah. Chewie's life. It's right? basically immediate. They're like, we're friends, right? Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Oh, you can speak my language. Okay, yeah. we're good. I won't murder you. Yeah, I won't eat you. That was a little Batman versus Superman. Yeah. What? Your mom's named Martha too? Yeah. I mean, that was a little quick. You know, it's a two hour and 15 minute movie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's got to be some things that are quick, but that to me is one of the essential um, elements. And, you know, it's one of the essential relationships in the entire universe. Yeah. So you would think it'd be a little bit, uh, something more than just throw them down there with the beast. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it, it might've been more interesting to have it kind of be, you know, even maybe a trick. Um, Han's a, a sneaky guy and, and Chewie is actually pretty smart. So it might've been fun to play with that. Yeah. And eventually, you know, eventually they become pals over the thing, but you know, as it was, they were just pals immediately and it just yeah. worked and, and that, yeah, I, I agree. That's that's maybe 
one of the shortcomings of, of the film. Was there other things that kind of stuck out to you that, you know, didn't well, work right? <laughs> one thing I was, I would say, disappointed at was uh, um, in all the trailers, I, you know, I, you see Han in that big fur coat. The, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought, I thought, oh, that's going to be Wookiee, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and I thought that's how they were going to kind of bond. <laughs> That'd be but, horrible and but, awesome. Right. But, but yeah, so, so, I mean, I think to me, the, the, them meeting scene is, is probably the, the weakest point. Uh-huh. Um, other than that, though, I mean, I mean, all the lessons that Han teaches Luke, right? Like, don't trust anybody, um, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, it's, yeah, that came from Beckett. It all came from Beckett. So yeah. Beckett's very much the father figure. Yeah, definitely. For for Han Solo, kind of helping him through. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was a, a, a well-written movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what people are expecting, that they're not liking it. Yeah. Um, Do you know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes right now? No, I, I, I think it's... I, I don't know. Okay. I'll look it up while we're talking. Um, it's a really interesting story technique um, that I saw that I thought was fantastic and really just helped move us along and control ellipses, ellipses, ellipsi, um, was that they would have a character start talking and they would continue talking, but then they would be a day later somewhere else. So it seems like one sentence, you know, one complete okay. thought but they would jump and that made it, you know, that covered those, uh, those time times, you know, when they would be flying or doing boring stuff, you know, right. those ellipses, um, they covered it so well, uh, to the point where the first couple times I didn't notice it. And then I started kind of paying attention okay. because I'm like, we're here and now we're there, which is days or hours away, but she's, just finishing what she said and it's it's more interesting because it's not just voiceover because um for instance uh kira's character kira kia kira Kira, her character would start talking um, or the character of kira would start talking in a scene and then it cuts and you see a wide shot of a ship landing and you hear her continue talking the same phrase and she walks out and then we cut into a close-up and she's finishing it. So it's not even like it's voiceover, like she finished the thought before and now right. they got here. It's this interesting temporal, you know, mashup that that I, I really, really like and I'm totally going to steal. <laughs> you pay, pay homage to. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's not stealing. No, no, no. Pay homage. I'm going to pay lots of homage. Right. Yeah. Pay it hard. Yeah, so I, I would give this, uh, I would probably give this an eight. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I would yeah, you watch went up it from again. a six. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. Do you think it was because you set your expectations low, or well, do you think, think it was just really good? I, I think it. I didn't get myself, like, I, I wasn't, like, so focused in on liking, like, forcing myself to like this movie. I think that happened with so many people with the prequels, especially. Yeah. You go in and, like, this is going to be great, and it was, it was disappointing. Right. Um, with this one... I, I didn't want to go in with any expectations. With you know, it, it was, you know, do everything I could to not compare it to Harrison Ford's performance. Everything you could to not you know not think of Billy D. Williams. 
they did well enough that uh, that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. And I, I was coming in with an eight, and I'm going to stick with my eight. Um, I think had we gotten, you know, some deeper story, some kind of a, emotional journey, um, I don't think there was a large emotional journey. There was small emotional yeah. journeys. Um, had we gotten to that level, you know, we could have gotten to a nine. Um, I, I don't know if, I don't know if we could have gotten to a 10 for me um, just in this style of movie, but I feel really solid about the eight because that's something that I would want to watch again. Like, yeah, absolutely. I would love to go see this, you know, movie yep. again um, or, or when it comes out, I'm excited to watch it. Again, yeah. It's so. worth owning. Yeah. In some format. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. And, and it gives you kind of that, the other side of things too, right? You see the crappy side of, of, yeah. of the empire and, um, yeah. So yeah, well, it was enjoyable. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, so if you are my friends, then, uh, go ahead and go see it. We, I think we both recommend it. Um, it was fun. Yeah, definitely worthwhile. Yep. Check it out. All right. So, uh, check out, uh, backflip on all their stuff on the BitLife show. Let's backflip. Yeah, we're, we are rebooting our Let's Backflip show, just a little little different in the style that we do. Um, check that out. And some new stuff coming down the pipeline this summer for BitLife. Yep, I expect the uh, rebooted BitLife uh, show to be, you know, have a lot of those transitions where Ryan's talking, <laughs> and all of a sudden a new scene is and in play. And I'm a new planet. It's right. going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> be well transitioned. Um, make sure you check out uh, other Rewatchman shows. We also have the uh, Filmological Society where we're reviewing uh, the top 100 comedies of all time based on the BBC list. So uh, take a listen to that. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan? Uh, go see the movie. You yes. Do it. It's great. And Ghostbusters. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last one I edited, so that's what I'm on right now. It goes on there. We just launched it, yeah. We just launched it. We, we released that yesterday. Yep. All right, well, I think the next movie probably maybe will be Ant-Man in July. We'll see. We'll see. I might not be able to make that for other reasons. So, all right, well, from all of us, keep doing what you're doing. I think that's what he says. Okay, keep doing what you're doing.